Welcome to Mona Moments, a podcast hosted by the Museum of Northwest Art, located in LaConnor, Washington. The Museum of Northwest Art resides on the land of the Coast Salish peoples, specifically the Swinomish Indian tribal community. With gratitude, we honor their stewardship of these lands since time immemorial to the present day. This land acknowledgement does not take the place of authentic relationships with indigenous communities. In this episode of Mona Moments, you'll hear interviews from Children of the Valley, or COV, an after-school program in Skagit County whose mission is to serve under-resourced children and their families by valuing their cultural identity and empowering them through education, personal growth, and mentorship. You'll hear from Flora Lucatero, the current executive director of COV, Mary Nolte, the founder of COV, and Erica Gaona, a parent whose children who have been enrolled in the COV program. Founded in 2006, COV works in partnership with the Mount Vernon, Cedar Willey, and Burlington Edison School Districts to serve students in kindergarten through sixth grade who are referred by a school teacher, counselor, or administrator for exhibiting substantial personal or academic need. Free to the families and children, the Children of the Valley program is guided by five cornerstones of care. One, academic assistance. Two, enrichment activities. Three, social-emotional learning. Four, family support. And five, mentorship. Children of the Valley partnered with the Museum of Northwest Art in 2024 to present My Roots, honoring the cultural identity of Skagit Valley's under-resourced children, an art exhibition highlighting COV students' culture and identity in Mona's Outside-In Education Gallery. My Roots is on display at Mona from February 3rd through May 12th, 2024. Thank you for listening to Mona Moments. Hi, I'm Flora Lugatero, Executive Director for Children of the Valley After School Program. Thank you so much for being here and listening a little bit about our program and who we serve. I'm excited to be interviewing a few people who have been impacted by our program and excited for you to hear uh, some stories on how COV has made a difference in their lives. And first, I'm excited to introduce our first interviewee, Mary Nolte, who is the founder of Children of the Valley. She's the one that had the idea to start this free after-school program for kids most in need from our community. So welcome, Mary. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yes, my name is Mary Nolte, um, and I'm a retired school teacher from Mount Vernon School District, and I retired from Centennial. Uh, that was my last teaching assignment in the third grade. Okay, can you explain the need you saw in your community before COE was founded? When I was teaching, um, I became aware of the the need that especially our underprivileged students, um, there was a great need for a safe place to be. Uh, I remember being heartbroken um, when a few of my students who went home to homes that didn't have a parent there, um, and they were getting into trouble. And I was so bothered by that that I began to uh, feel a strong need for an after-school program of some sort. And uh, it was a vision that God would not let me get rid of. 
um, I was kind of prod, uh, prodded on by that need for a couple of years. And uh, I really felt that we needed to do something. So Mary, after seeing the need in your community, what were the following steps you took to help create COV? Well, the first thing I did was realize I couldn't do it alone. So I started talking to people that I, I felt could help do something. And uh, luckily, people came into my life. No, it's not luckily. God put people in my life that um, were able to help uh, create some positive effects towards getting us started. For example, Ken Wagner, there to, to uh, candidate for our church uh, associate pastor's position. And he had expertise in finance and also had a lot of knowledge about a nonprofit in Seattle that he and his wife were involved with. And then I met Molly and Don Mowat, who were in a, a number of nonprofits and really had a worldview and a lot of connections that I did not have. And um, ultimately, they really believed in this vision too. They believed in the, a place for kids to be and get support and as Don Moet once said, that the community would be as blessed as the students would be. So through their help and the efforts of other people that came on board, uh, we made it happen. And it was a God thing, totally, and still is. So what is something you wish people knew about the power of a nonprofit organization like COV? In both ways, both with the volunteers and and with the people receiving the, the help. It's it's a it's a win win for everyone. And nonprofits offer uh, a benefit that you can't get otherwise. And it's uh it's very impactful. Okay. So is there anything, Mary, that you want to share um more about COV? One of the things that I was always hopeful for was that the community would um, that there would be a bridge that would be happening between cultures, and I believe that that's one of the beautiful things about COV. I see um, we we live and work together, and for people to understand that there is a need is 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 uh, important, and also it creates a beautiful relationship between all of us. Then if we can work together and support each other. And the best part, the most important part about this whole thing is that uh, I had a part in hiring Flora Lucatero, who is an amazing executive director. Now we'll hear an interview with Flora Lucatero, the current executive director of Children of the Valley, about how she first got involved in the program. We are here today with Flora Lucatero, our direct, executive director of Children of the Valley. How are you, Flora? I'm good. Thank you. Good. So we have a few questions here. Can you share with us a little bit about who you are and your current role here at CLV? Yeah. So I'm Flora Lucatero, and as you said, I'm the executive director for Children of the Valley. 
and I actually am the founding executive director, so I've been here 17 years and helped start Children of the Valley to um, become what it is today. So um, I actually was born and raised in my youth um, years in California, moved to Washington State um, in third grade and then to Mount Vernon when I was in sixth grade. So I say I was raised here in Mount Vernon in Skagit County, but I still feel half of my life was um, in California. But graduated Mount Vernon High School. I went to uh, Western Washington University and graduated with my bachelor's degree there. Um, and then moved away after college for a few years, got some life experience and moved back here in 2006. And that's when we started Children of the Valley. Awesome. Great. Our, here is our next question. What is some data barriers or hardships that you see that our students face in Skagit County? Yeah, so... Many barriers and challenges that we see our students face um, or why students are referred to COV um, really have to do with their academic and personal life. Uh, We here at COV want to provide that safe um, and positive environment for kids after school every day. Um, And why students are referred is due to maybe uh, homes after school that don't have adults. Um, where they'd be going home to empty households, no one at home to help them with their homework or prepare afternoon, you know, snack or food. Um, So we see a lot of students referred that parents work long hours, work beyond 6 p.m., maybe raised in single-parent households um, where there's only one adult in the home. Um, Or we see students that have language barriers, parents that don't speak the language, to be able to assist the students with their homework um, because it's not in their first language that they speak. So there's many challenges and barriers that our families face and as to why a student is referred to COV. Uh, But I think one of the biggest uh, challenges is poverty. Uh, About 64% of Mount Vernon School District um, students receive free and reduced lunch. And that means that our students are living at or below the federal poverty level. Um, which means, you know, many of our families are struggling with food insecurity, um, paying their utilities, really providing basic needs um, for their families, food, clothing, and shelter. And so that is a barrier. And if kids, you know, aren't taken care of, if they don't feel secure in those areas, it's really hard for them to learn. Uh, So I see that as being, you know, really the biggest barriers that our students face and, um, but it's something that we can provide for them after school until 6 p.m. until they get go home. Great. Thank you for sharing. Is there anything else you would like to share? No, that's everything. Beautiful. Thank you. Laura. Thank you. And finally, you will hear an interview with COV parent Erica Gaona about how Children of the Valley has impacted her family. So go ahead and introduce yourself to me. Uh, my name is Erica Gaona. I'm a COV parent. Okay, and can you share with us a little bit about who you are and how long you've been a part of COV? Um, I am a, I'm a medical assistant. I work for um, CMAR Community Health Centers um, in Mount Vernon, um, and I have been with COV for seven years now. Okay, 
And who first started COV or how did you just, how did you hear about COV? Um, my friend um, had her daughter um, in COV before my son started COV. And um, when I talked to the school counselor, um, the school counselor referred uh, my son to COV. And that's how we started um, the COV um, journey with my, my son, my oldest son. And why did you talk to the school counselor about wanting your son to be part of COV? Because I noticed that he was falling behind on his reading, um, his writing, and he was a shy boy. So before your son attended COV, what were some of the needs you and your you and your family or your son faced? Um, well, before COV was funded, or I even when I even find out about it, um, it was um, him not being able to read properly, even though he got help at home. Also, um, I didn't feel that the school that he was going to was hearing my concerns. Um, so, and that's why I talked to the counselor. Mm-hmm. And um, also my friend, talking to my friend, um, she's like, oh, do you know that, you know, my daughter is going to an after-school program and they are helping her with um, her homework, especially math. You know, she's having some problems with math and she has gotten a lot of help with it um maybe you should talk to your school and see if they might be able to do a referral that's how i find out about it that's great thanks um how has COV helped you and your family oh my gosh um it has helped us in many ways Uh, with my son's um it helped him be less shy. Him getting in sports. He has made a, a hundred degree change in overall. It's okay. You're doing great. Um he wasn't he didn't have many friends. He's making friends now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> And now your daughter is attending COV, right? And She's now my daughter is in COV. Um, it also has Hopper. Um, she's my more outspoken, but she also um, isn't able to make many friends. She's shy. Um, and that COV has Hopper a lot. Um, whenever I pick her up, I see that, you know, a lot of her little friends are like, oh my gosh, your mom is here. And... Um, it's so good to see you, and she tends to get a little shy, but she I know that she has um, a lot of more interaction with other girls at COB. Mm, that's great. And have you seen your students' or your children's grades increase? Or I have. I have. Um, How with are they? My, with my daughter, her reading levels went, they raised up to three levels with my daughter um, in the last couple of years. Um, right now she's reading in English she's reading at the level that she's supposed to be reading and in Spanish um, she still has a couple levels to go up but um, the last report I got is that she is she's at her reading level so yeah that's amazing it is and your older son is now volunteering because he's in middle school right correct yeah he's a seventh grader right now 
um, and he volunteers a couple of days out of the week um, because he's also, you know, in sports and his schedule kind of changes a lot. So, Does he talk at all about, you know, he was a student here at COV for five years and then now he's come back as a volunteer. Does he talk about his experience or the difference in that or how it's impacted him as being a student and now a volunteer? Well, he he says that um, he he likes to volunteer, but he also misses being a student. So, yeah. Does he talk about what his favorite things were about COV? Um, he liked, um, when he was a student, he, he says that he really liked the field trips. Um, he also liked um, the different activities that they um, that they have them do here. Um, also, not just the school portion, but also the um, learning how to be a team player, um, learning you know different life skills like cooking, sewing, um, painting. So he, he liked that. He likes that part. Yeah. Love that, Erica. Is there anything else you want to share? Well, um, uh, I just want to share that COV has made an impact in a lot of children in the Valley. Thank you so much. Thank you. Come to the Museum of Northwest Art to see art from the students of Children of the Valley in the exhibition, My Roots, honoring the cultural identity of Skagit Valley's under-resourced children from February 3rd to May 12th, 2024. Thank you for listening to this Mona Moment. Mm-hmm.